Welcome to the podcast, Demons and Does, with your hosts, Carly Pennington and Brittany Bertoya. We dive into the world of psychology, connection, perspective, experiences, and honestly, having a good laugh. Here we go. Woo! Hello, my little demons and does. Guess what? I'm fucking back. That's right. We took a little hiatus from the podcast. We need a little bit of a break, me and Brittany. But I'm back for a sort of mini episode today to keep things rolling. I thought it would be fun to set you guys up with seven deadly questions. Now, are they really deadly? (laughs) I don't know. I think so. But deadly in like the good way, like the cool way, you know, not like this person's going to fucking die if they hear it, maybe die in, in the best of ways. But I went through a bunch of different articles and things like that to find the best questions to ask somebody as an interviewer. Interviewer, not necessarily for a job, but if you're doing a podcast or you're doing a blog or just trying to get to know somebody, I thought these were really cool questions. So my thought was I'd get into the questions and give a little bit of a of a time, not a time, but a little break so that you can write them down. You can kind of think about these questions for yourself. And then I was going to answer it as in I'm answering my own fucking questions. So that's where I thought we would start and see where it goes, see what comes up in my brain. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head because I only had a couple hours to find something new for this episode. So fucking bear with me. This is going to be great. All right, here we go. All right. So let's get right into it. The first question that I found, which I loved. What's something people misunderstand about you? So I thought about this a little bit about myself. I have always been a very misunderstood person, I think. And I'd like to change that narrative. I think people haven't taken the time to really get to know me. And to be honest, I'm quite a complex person. So it is really hard to get past the exterior part of me. I think that I've always been kind of like a loner, a bit of a person who was independent, wanted to do their own thing. And in some areas, a little intimidating. But the, here's the thing. People don't like to admit that they're intimidated. But then I have these issues with people that only comes up when there's a bit of jealousy in, in involved. So I think what people misunderstand about me is that I am actually probably the most loyal friend that you'll ever have. But people are so wrapped up in these egotistical ways of socializing 
they need to have the Instagram worthy group of friends. And fuck, I look good on Instagram, but only to some people, right? There's a certain way people are. So people misunderstand that I do. I am like the sportiest girl and I'm also the girliest girl. And I have those sides on extremes. But I don't flaunt my looks every chance I get. So people misunderstand that I'm somebody who just is like a blob sometimes. Not a blob. I I wouldn't say I project myself as a blob, but I think that people don't realize I've fucking traveled the world that I study people and I know exactly, I know exactly what is going on. I know when people talk shit about me. I know when people genuinely love me. And sometimes I second guess myself and I get myself in fucking trouble. So people don't realize that I'm very cultured, that I've traveled the world and I've seen a lot of things, that I like to be alone. (laughs) People don't realize that they think that's a fucking front. <laughs> I love to be alone. I can be kind of like an ambivert, but I'm, I think that's the word ambivert, but I'm very much an introvert. And I think people also think in certain situations I'm very extroverted, but my deepest heart is introverted. And you know, those twenties, those te- late teens and twenties, you, you act like you're extroverted and you act like you're not really who you are, but that wasn't who I am was I wanted to just be home reading a book or just fucking watching TV because that's that's my thing so that's that's a little about me and why people misunderstand me and sometimes they think I'm really cold but I'm actually like the warmest person I can be cold when people are fucking with me for sure Scorpio man All right, question number two. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell them? Who gives a shit about boys? Fucking focus on yourself, bitch. Stop looking at all the boys. They don't like you enough. They are scared of you. So fucking move along. Don't give them any mind because you're not going to be sleeping with anybody for two more years. And that guy was gross. So you might as well wait till you're 23 (laughs) or 22 or whatever. And like, just don't. Just don't bother. You can accomplish so much more than chasing after these yucky, gross guys that are yuck. So that... (laughs) That is my, like, number one. That was so, I was obsessed with boys in high school. And I want to take it back so bad because it was so dumb. I I could care less right now, like, about dating and relationships. I have just done a 180, but we'll get into these other questions and it will come up. So here we go. Question number three, what is the best compliment you've ever received? Now, the best compliment, I think, is when 
I have been one, I, I love when people see me and recognize things because there's, I've had these fucking friends and I don't know why that have had these jealousy issues and have never complimented me on anything. They would just find ways to put me down. And, you know, as we all know, and people who listen to the podcast and my friendships fucking, it's been until just recently that I found my group of friends that I've been like waiting for and trying to manifest and like praying that they would come along. And I have found a group that I know are like my people finally. But all my life, all my fucking life, I've had, and, and I'm not playing the victim. I know I did a lot of parts in these friendships too, but it hasn't been until recently that somebody told me how that I was very intuitive, somebody that I respect, and I don't know why, but it made me want to cry because I think also growing up, my mom was very much like, you're very in tune with yourself and you you know and of course it's your mom and you and I believed her and I really appreciated that but to have someone else who's very intuitive and spiritual to say you're very intuitive and like someone who's knows these psychics and everything I really really enjoyed that compliment and I thought that was really fucking cool um I've had compliments where some some people that I really look up to um I had a recent friend that I've made, I had like such a girl crush on her and wanted to be friends so bad. <laughs> not so, like not like desperately at her door or anything, but like played it pretty cool. And then we both turned out wanted to be friends and now we're really good friends. But um, she told me that I was a really good friend and that I was like just a great person. And I thought that was really nice because it's somebody that I really looked up to. And, um, I think I love those kind of compliments when it's about my character. Of course, I love compliments when the best compliments are when a stranger tells you like, oh my God, I love your outfit or you're really beautiful. When a stranger, not like a man necessarily, but like when girls come up to you and they're like, Wow, I just have to say, like, you're really pretty. That fucking is the best, okay? Anytime that you can do that to someone, somebody might act cool about it, but it fucking affects them in the best way. When you say and you go up to somebody or you, so you go up to somebody and you're like, you're just like a shining light. That is the best compliment you could give. Um, I did have like a clerk or like a cashier at a grocery store say like wow you're really beautiful and I was it, it I that stuck with me um I also have a tattoo sleeve now and I love it when people are like whoa I love your sleeve and it it just like opens up conversation just to talk with people and then we talk about my friend who did it and like it's like a walking billboard for her too that like Sarah Savage you guys Victoria, well, Sydney, BC. She's the fucking bomb. Okay, so anyway. Yes, that's the best. (laughs) Number four. 
Um, what was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? All right. So this one I'd have to say. Now, it wasn't the breakup, but it was being in this relationship was a failure failure to me. And I would never want anyone to think that uh, their relationship was a waste of time because it is good learning skills. But my latest relationship was definitely something I never should have been in. I got so invested in the family and the life that I created in my head. But it wasn't that It was the failure to myself and losing myself in that relationship. And the person that I was with was wonderful. We were just weren't good for each other, but he's a wonderful person. And, And his family is amazing and everything like that. But losing myself in the idea of one person forever will be my everything because we never know what will happen. And there was, if if anybody follows Jay Shetty, um, he just had Matthew Hussey on one of his videos. I guess they did, I think they did a podcast together, but I have to listen to the podcast. But there's a clip on Jay Shetty's Instagram. And I love Matthew Hussey too, because he talks a lot about romantic love and uh, dating and that kind of stuff. And it's very interesting. But he went on to say that... um, We get so wrapped up in the future of a relationship when we're on date two. We just, we all need to practice living in the moment of this relationship day by day. And yes, of course you can like plan, like I would like to marry this person, you know, uh, maybe a year or so in, but to just be present and and just in everyday life, um, because you don't want to be in this negative connotation of like, well, I I don't know if we're ever going to get married and just be all grumpy and shit, but you can be looking forward to things, but know that you will be okay if those things don't work out. And that is what I've realized. And that was a great lesson. And that whole relationship was a failure, but also a blessing. (laughs) I really hope. Uh, my ex never listens to this and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but um, I became more myself than I ever did in my whole entire life after that relationship. And it made me realize I don't really want or need a relationship until I feel like 1000% it's going to help me grow. And that person has to be on my level at first. And then we grow together. That's what I've also learned. Don't pick someone just because they really care about you. Pick someone who's on your motherfucking level and don't be afraid to go after people who you believe are on your level because rejection, who fucking cares? We all get rejected. Live with it. Put your ego aside. Don't let your ego drive the bus. Your ego is there. It's good for you. It protects you. But don't let it drive the bus. And I've just been learning that from... The course I'm doing right now is called the I Am Course with Ara Parisian. Oh my gosh, what's her last name? Anyway, she's amazing. She t- she said that and I was like, fuck yeah. Or 
I didn't want to say bitch because she's like really cool, but I meant it in a really good way. <laughs> Fuck yeah, lady. Ara, I love you. She probably can hear me in her. She's so psychic. Um, she's great. I love her. And I, I need to do more positive I am affirmations. <laughs> but yes, the failure that turned into the most amazing transformation for me. But don't ever, ever fucking lose yourself in a relationship. Relationships, like, man, there's a lot of people in this world. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Question number five. When in life have you felt most alone? Now, this is fucking easy because... When I broke up with my last relationship, it was in January 2020. And I had friends surrounding me, supporting me, who weren't actually my fucking friends. And I have never felt more alone in my whole life. (laughs) Oh, thank God for my mom, my parents. And that is it, man. Like, I can't think of a single person who helped me through that (laughs) who isn't my true true friend now you know and I think that whole relationship made me realize who the fuck I want in my life and that I get to choose and people can't just choose me and then decide to treat me like a fucking piece of garbage so that was 2020 was basically a it was great for me I had a lot of alone time I didn't spend time with anybody besides one person who I'm no longer friends with um and I I loved it I really did and I really was slowly growing and growing and growing until these people I started to like have this bigger self-worth and I just held myself high and then I saw as soon as I opened my eyes I saw what was happening and even now I see things in certain people that I know there's there's some genuine genuinity but I'm discovering a lot of things and I've finally found people who I do have a group of friends who I feel very safe with and protected and that they will like drag me out of the gutter if they need to. Um, And it makes like I have like shivers thinking about that. Um, So I am so thankful for this group of friends that I have and I'm going to tell them to listen to this episode specifically because... I am so fucking thankful that they have pulled me away from people who have been absolutely toxic, creating drama. I mean, drama is drama. I fucking like that drama stuff. But I also feel as though people were really dragging me down on purpose. So I am ready to invite genuine people into my life who honestly care and will be there and are supportive and just like want to lift me up and compliment me and I can compliment them and we could just be best friends. So yeah. 
Okay, this is probably my favorite question of them all. What magical creature would make the world a better place if it did exist? Now, I want you guys to take a moment and think about me and think about the creature that I would be (laughs) or choose And I want you to think about it for five seconds in your head. If you get it right, I will trust you. I'll give you a big fat kiss on your cheek, not on your mouth. That's germs. But, (laughs) or I'll give you a high five or or a hug. (laughs) Okay, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. If you guessed unicorn, you fucking rock. Yeah, unicorn would be just amazing because I feel like their horn is magic so they are just very mystical creatures and they're they're healers that's that's kind of what the myth it was right they're very much healers I think they did exist I mean I know they didn't find any skeletons but they uh, I have this feeling that unicorns just existed back then before the flood, you know, <laughs> we won't get into all my alien theories, but I do have a lot of them. And if you want to know, I'll tell you, but I won't bring it up unless you ask nicely. But unicorns, definitely. And also the unicorn blood is like, if you drink it, you live forever, which I would never want to do. I would never want to live forever and I would never want to drink poor unicorn's blood. But that's how magical they are. They're extremely, extremely magical. Okay, question number seven. When in a bad mood, would you rather be left alone or cheered up? Okay, so (laughs) I know a lot of people play the game where they're like, leave me alone, and they slam the door, but they really want people to come cheer them up. No, that's just no... I want to be left the fuck alone. And, you know, a text message being like, hey, I'm here for you whenever you want to talk. But I'm going to like leave you be and let you have your space. Yes, that is beautiful. That is beautiful for me. I like to be left alone when I'm in a bad mood. I want to walk away. I want to take a walk if I have to like be around people. I don't know how I'm going to ever live with anyone else. I'm going to have to live in a big house with multiple rooms. So that I can walk into the other room and just have space. Um, I sound like I'm really not easy to be around. But I also really do a lot of protection over my energy, which I never used to do. So if I'm in a bad mood, I just don't feel like dealing. Because I will snap at you. Just let me live my life. So yeah, I've had people know that I'm in a bad mood and they show up at my house fucking bad idea. Don't do it. Don't show up at my house when I'm in a bad mood just because you feel like I'm in a bad mood. That, oh, I had that happen once and I was to this day traumatized. I don't, I hear a knock at my door and I'm like, fuck, is she just here to like say something? (laughs) Please, no. No. Okay, anyway. Moving along, right along.
Well, friends, that concludes my seven deadly questions. <laughs> I, I think I'd like to keep this segment just for when I have to do mini episodes because I can find these really cool questions and I talk about myself. It's my podcast. And if anybody would like to be a guest, I mean, I have to reach out to more people and get more people to be a guest. But we're trying to figure out the niche here. And I think it's going to be a lot of relationship and dating advice. Um, maybe sex. Maybe just the world and the way. I think it, I like that it's a kind of psychology, but it's more like relationships and dating. And some advice I guess <laughs> just experiences right so um maybe I'll find some people with really cool jobs that have wild stories so that's just kind of exciting so yeah that's all that we have my dear dear demons and toes <laughs> please stay tuned for next week we don't know what we're doing I have a, I have things up my sleeve oh I will find things up my sleeve <laughs> Stay tuned. We love you guys. Bye.